From the founders of Mod Racing and the Northwest Rally Association, this is the Motorsports and Driver Development Show. My name is Katie Lopkovich, and together with Keto Grohmeyer, who is my partner in life and business, we've built the fastest growing rally program in the U.S. Through our work, we get to meet incredible people, and this show is all about bringing those people to you. Whether you are curious about what it takes to start racing, or you want to get advice from the best on how to improve, each episode will have something for you. Today, we are talking to Brett Adkins, who is the head of production at Motor Trend Studios. We met Brett back in 2017 when he reached out to us about working with him on an episode of their show called Modified. The premise of the show was to have two pro drifters come out and race in their first rallycross during our rallycross fest event. I'll link to it in the show notes so you can check it out, but it was a really cool and fun experience for us, and it's really fun to see how far we've come since then. Media and motorsports has also come a long way in the last decade, and Brett has been at the helm through all of it. You'll hear him talk about really listening to the fans and giving them what they want, rolling with the change in the industry, and using media to showcase the passion of the people you're working with. He even shares some funny challenges he has to deal with behind the scenes that you never think about. Thank you for tuning into the show today. You can follow along with our race series on Instagram or Facebook at Mod Racing, or you can find us online at modracing.com. Now let's get to Brett. Welcome to the Motorsports and Driver Development Show. My name is Katie. And I'm Keto. And today we are joined with Brett Atkins, who is the head of production at Motor Trend Studios. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. So tell me, what does a day in the life of a uh, producer look like? I mean, you know, depending on the day, it can always change. But, um, you know, you're the, the wrangler. You're the person that takes all of the, the pieces of the puzzles together and, and makes takes something from paper to screen, really. So um, it's your job to, to, to wrangle all of that. And it, every day is a little bit different depending on what day it is on pre-production and how close you're getting to, to the shoot. Um, but, you know, a lot of things, uh, you know, some of it's administrative things to managing talent to uh, handling a team of, of PAs that uh, are fresh off the boat, you know. Yeah, that's interesting. So how many shows are you either working on at one time or sort of leading up to work on at one time? Um, it always de- you know, it depends every place you go. Uh, right now we have uh, around anywhere from seven to nine shows uh, that – we produce out of Motrin Studios. Um, so we came from a, a small team that really built up uh, a following with um, with the enthusiasts and fans out there. And from that, we've been able to kind of expand and grow each of the shows um, to different uh, branches and, and things like that. But we've been able to keep um, a small team together to be able to create that because that's where we feel a lot of the magic comes from is by keeping the same people inundated in the show living it breathing it um so that they uh they're always looking out for the best interest of the show yeah that's interesting and so you personally how did you even get started in this industry uh you know it's it's always a uh a fun tale i i mean i originally came out to los angeles i'm from oklahoma originally but i came out to uh, los angeles to be in uh the film business uh did did some stuff with new line cinema um and imax and things like that but Eventually, you know, work got me into some commercials with cars. And from that, I uh, got into uh, networking with some people in the, in the industry. And um, 
at the time, um, they were looking for a production manager to run the YouTube channel um, that uh, back in 2012, YouTube uh, gave 100 channels some seed money to create original programming. They were really the first to do that, like for Netflix and a lot of things, they were like, hey, let's have original programming. Not everything succeeded, but we were able to take that that seed money and build um, what what is now Motor Trend Studios. Mm. So are you a car guy? Was this uh, motorsports, you know, um, video stuff, was, was this a dream or was this something that more happened? That's funny. I, uh, I'll say this. I'm a car guy now, but at first that was, always, I have a brother that was into cars and that was always his thing. Um, but I did a, a video actually back in Oklahoma, um, for a motorcycle company and I started really liking it. And after that video, I went and bought a motorcycle. So I was obviously, um, leaning towards that. And then once I got in it, I, I couldn't look back. I love everything to do with automotive, uh, content and just being around motorsports. Really. It's just a, it's a ton of fun and the people are genuine um, and everybody's always looking, looking out for their fellow person. It's just a really cool community. And that's what I love about it. We agree. We agree wholeheartedly. 100%. So with working for Motor Trend, is everything you do at a, like a race or an event or do you guys do things that are sort of, I don't know what the word would be more just like reality TV. You know, we never wanted to go, you know, call ourselves reality TV. In in the beginning, when what was kind of crazy and what made me want to do the job was they said, hey, we're going to do a video a day, like a long form video a day on YouTube, which at the time you never made a video over two minutes and 59 seconds on the internet. That was like, oh, nobody's watching after that. And we, we feel like we, we broke that mold because we were making 22 minute programs with roadkill and everything down to seven minute programs. Um, because of that and because to have a variety of it, that's what I love. We went everywhere. I mean, we just inundated ourselves in every aspect of the automotive industry, whether it be at races or just with people building cars or former builders or, you know, building stuff right now or going on road trips or just being around vehicles. And that's how I got to meet Katie, you know, is because we're always looking for these great opportunities um, to be among the people and do what people want and so from that we also the youtube channel gave us a great um view what people wanted they commented said this is what we're looking for and so we would follow that so it it really encompasses encompasses all automotive all things automotive and that's what's great about motor trend you know um is because there's so many sub you know facets of, of the automotive industry and the automotive fan and and we we love the fact that we get to touch them all yeah, I think you guys really do touch them all. Like sometimes I'll just see the feed and be like, oh my gosh, what is that? But yeah, very diverse. You keep talking about the YouTube channel, and I know you guys still have a YouTube channel, but you've made a pivot. There's now a Motor Trend TV channel and an app. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So the YouTube channel was what kind of made our name. And from that, we now have a full streaming service where you get to see all of the programs um, that were originals from the Motor Trend team, as well as uh, we became a joint venture with Discovery. And from that, the former Velocity team uh, got uh, wrapped into the Motor Trend brand. And so the Motor Trend streaming service, you can see all of the programs that were formerly on Velocity and, and even programs that were on Discovery. Um, and that's where all of our attention and focus has been going. And we've seen a lot of, um, a lot of success there because the fans love that they can go to one place to find all of the car content that they're looking for regardless of 
their fandom. So with the success, there's usually challenges. Uh, what sort of challenges do you see that somebody maybe outside the industry wouldn't, you know, think about or expect? You know, for someone looking to just get into the industry, if you're into to cars and you want to work around car content, you know, it is over the years, I've realized it's a small, small group. You know, there's a, there's not a ton of people that are doing what we do. And um, I think that to someone who's from the outside, it might be uh, daunting to figure out how to find that way into the, into the spot, you know, the space that they want to be in. Um, but the good news is, is every, again, every, like the best part about going and doing all these things is every time we ever reached out to a group, an organization, a track, whatever it may be, everyone was always open to, to helping teach and learn. Like no one is, is pushing people away. So it's a bit of um, encouragement to someone who's looking to get in. Yeah, but you'll hear a lot from, especially people in rally, about um, trying to get you hooked on their their style of the drug. Like they want yep. you to come play with them for sure. <laughs> Once you do it, you're hooked. That's it. Yeah, and you're done. You can't. There's no going back. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. So I really love cars, and I love racing, and I think that oh, this is super cool, and I think yeah, making shows about all this would be amazing. Tell me some of the things that are maybe not so amazing that people probably wouldn't think about. Um, well, you know, I, t I tell you this. Um, I, if you know anything about the shows that, um, that I work on, like Roadkill, Dirt Every Day, the vehicles are, the are sometimes the characters of the episodes because they just take on their own. I have to deal with those cars after the episode's over with. So when you see the vehicles destroyed or whatever may happen, um, I'm the one that either has to keep them, find a place. To, I mean, we have a place to store them, but also keep them registered because they all have to be legal. So uh, when you're doing as many shows as we're doing, I have some. There's somewhere around 40 to 50 cars just currently in the fleet, and that's something that can in California. If you don't know anything about the DMV, it can be quite a tricky situation um but uh so yeah that's probably the, the something that nobody thinks about because it's like oh that looks fun look what they're doing with the car well i have to I have to find a place and do something with it afterwards um yeah when you guys are um looking at a new show or deciding on a show what are like the uh, main things uh main points of the show that you know main characteristics that you guys are looking for you know, it, it changes all depending on the programming. But from my team's perspective, we're always looking for the um, the real the real deal, the authentic person. You know, like we we pride ourselves because the people that uh, are telling our shows they're not actors. We don't tell them to say anything. They're the, like they're they're extremely intelligent and um, well versed in their fields, and people respect that. And um, that's what we like to create is content that. Is fun, uh, entertaining, but also there's you learn something from it. Um, and the only way you can do that is by having people that are experts in the field and um, already doing it. You know, uh, so it's um, that's the best. You know, it's a good a good feeling. You say you learn something from them. What's the most interesting thing you've learned from one of these shows? Oh wow! I mean, I can't even. Over all the years, I can't even put that into a, I mean, I've learned so much. Like, because I came from not being the regular, you know, 
car person. My, you know, my dad was not into cars at all. Um, so everything that I've learned, um, and taken on as a hobby outside of work is, is been, um, from these shows and from the, the talent and the people that I've got to work with. I mean, it's been great. Have you ever been in front of the camera? Uh, a few times, but uh, you have to really be a fan and have watched some episodes to find me. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in there though, but not much. <laughs> Try not to be. I love it. Um, I would like to take a slight detour back and talk about these cars that you have to deal with post show. Do yep. you reuse them? So, Luckily, yes. I mean, that's out of necessity. Again, we were a small group. We would use cars that, that the host owned or people um, on the team owned. Um, and because we were moving so fast, doing so many episodes, a lot of times we kept the cars in various locations um, and then reused them. And we thought, we found out people, people liked that. It was a recurring character, really, for them to, um, to count on. Um, in fact, for example, we just now launched, one of the recurring characters has been what we call the Rotson. It's a 240Z Datsun that is full of rust. Um, but uh, we just announced uh, recently, we're coming out with a die cast with Hot Wheels. And so there's gonna be a car that the pre, you know, the version that we bought when it was uh, just rust. And then when we turned it into what quote unquote became the Rotson, there's gonna be two different versions that, that come out that people can collect. Um, and that's, you know, part of that is, uh, is luck and just that we kept, you know, we didn't have ability to sell these cars or just didn't have the time. Mm -hmm. And then we were able to reuse them to save budget and then they became popular. Go ahead. Oh, I was just, do, you, um, do you come up with ideas for shows? Is that part of your job or do you take someone else's ideas and implement them? Absolutely, I will not take credit for that at all. I, I, uh, my job and my main thing is to take someone's ideas from paper and put them on screen. We all love to collaborate and, and throw ideas in there, and we're all group, you know, um, a team collaborators. But in the end, like we have some really great creators. Um, I work with uh, uh, our executive producer Levi Rugg, people like David Freiberger. I mean, you know, their their ideas are so great um, that we always, uh, you know, want to lean into those. I'd yeah. Say. And are they are they writers or like what do you call them? Well, and that's the thing is that, again, it's, we're very unique in, in what we do because of the collaboration. It's sometimes, you know, we've started to incorporate more writers. Um, I mean, a lot of the hosts were writers for magazines previously. Um, so the company that I worked for was called Source Centerlink Media, uh, mm -hmm. great name. Um, and they own 70 magazines like Motor Trend, Hot Rod, Low Rider, Four Wheeler, a lot of those brands. Um, so the... Um, people like David Freiberg or Fred Williams were actual editorial staff writers who had been doing projects and things and writing about them in, uh, in magazines for years. And so what, um, what they decided was when YouTube came to them, let's take these stories and bring them to video, you know, and that, that was, um, really the essence of it and turn, turn people that we already have here on staff into the stars because they're the knowledgeable ones, you know? Instead of having them write for somebody, let's put them on camera because they're pretty interesting. And they had been doing some video things, you know, DVDs and VHSs over the years. Um, and, you know, other, other uh, talent had different avenues too where they had done some on-camera stuff. So it, it all came into that, again, weird collaboration of how do we 
bring all these different entities in together and uh, <clears throat> create something that people love to watch. So uh, it, it is definitely different than, than most places do it. Do you have a favorite show or favorite project that you worked on? Yeah, you know, that's, people ask me that a lot and I've worked on a lot of great stuff. Um, but I, I thought about that, you know, and it just actually re it just aired on the channel. Cause we did a program with Facebook watch where they had us, it was called three K hoopty challenge. And I actually really liked it because we had 74 competitors from all over the country do builds of vehicles that were under $3,000. And like one person drove from do the, did the build in five days, drove from New Hampshire to Arizona to compete wow. in this. And it was just really cool. Cause we had, uh, we had a lot of kids out there. It was a big event. Um, People were able to come out for free. We promoted it. It was at Tucson Dragway. It was uh, it was a really cool experience outside of just normal making a show. Mm. So all these cars floating around, Forty having the fleet, you know, the different shows. Any of these you, uh, any of them you want like a slot in your garage for? <laughs> no, I, I mean every now and then I, I, I look. I've, I people will tell you that I. I've been, oh, I'm going to get that one. I want to buy that one from the company. That's the one I'm going to get. been saying it for years, but I haven't done it yet. <laughs> I fall in love every time, but then I, I just end up never, never following through. And as long as they're in the fleet with the company, then it's, you know, they're part of the family and we'd still use them. So <laughs> are there any that are gone that you miss? Uh, we had one stolen, um, one that was, uh, it was pushed three, the engine was, um, crashed after we had finished with it and somebody in the middle of the night pushed it uh three miles in the dirt to get it we haven't seen it since but uh that one i yeah uh, i'd love to know where he was at now <laughs> it's called the Maserati. Yeah, that would be a show all by itself <laughs> it was impressive and we recorded the uh the, the tracks you know we had the team out there the production crews that should like just walk this is how long they this is how far they pushed it and recorded the show <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is crazy. So um, you mentioned something about um, promoting an event and it reminded me that when we did a show with you guys, um, there were specific sponsors that came on board. I'm curious, like, when you are working with partners and working with sponsors on your show, what are the things that they're really partnering with you on? Are you guys pitching products for them or is it that your audience is just really engaged and they find that valuable? Well, it's changed over the years again with the different platforms platforms at the time when we were doing the uh, program with Honda yeah they they wanted to you know get into the space um that drifting you know and what that community was doing because they thought that that was a good area for them to uh to position themselves um and it always depends you know um again our our talent aren't uh actors so a lot of times they're using products that are using actual parts that they would use themselves and and because of that they've built partnerships and stuff over the years. So a lot of times it's not paid for, but it's, it's, you know, it's the best product to use or it's the best part to use. Um, and that's, we want to always continue that integrity because we won't, we want people to, you know, go and get something that doesn't work. And that's, you know, luckily we've been able to align with, um, companies in the past that, uh, that helped, you know, that were good companies, but, um, with the streaming service, it's a whole new world. We don't have to, the sponsorship is not as heavy, as it used to be on YouTube, you know, um, you had to use it to pay for the programs back then a lot more. Right. It sounds like you have been through the transition from, 
I don't know what we call it, pre-digital to now, which is very digital, have there been sort of unique challenges to being in your same type of role through this transition? Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's always changing. If I've learned anything don't, in this uh, industry, don't fight change uh, because it's going to change. Um, and um, you just have to continue to embrace and follow what you think is good um, because who knows what it will be in 10 years. Like I said, in 2012, you didn't make a video that was longer than two minutes and 59 seconds. Like that was just a crazy, <laughs> you know, like, why would you do that? Why would you post that? So, you know, who knows what, um, what the future brings, but you just have to roll with the punches and it is a lot of challenging changes, but to me, that's interesting. Yeah. Gosh, that's good advice for almost any industry right now. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, any new exciting uh, shows or projects you guys are working on that you can tell us about? Yeah, what's coming next? We're always working on new things. Um, and, you know, the team is always looking about new ideas and trying to create new things. So I can't speak to too crazy of stuff that's coming out, but I know that we're, uh, we're working on, we're developing some really good stuff um, for the rest of the year uh, outside of this COVID uh, yeah. world. Um, but the good news is we uh, we have a lot of shows r rolling out um, like Dirt Every Day, uh, Roadkill Garage, and Hot Rod Garage that traditionally have rolled out on a monthly basis, and now we went to a weekly cadence. Um, mm -hmm. And we're we're just at the point where now we're going to be able to start rolling all those out for people to be able to see. Um, so they've been waiting for a couple months for uh, some of these programs, and uh, I think it's perfect timing for <laughs> people to, to sit down and binge some stuff. Yeah, I would agree. I would think that, you know, the Super Bowl from 1984 rerun is, you know, kind of old. We all know what happened. <laughs> I think they're ready for some, some new content. Yeah, sure. we want people to, to watch them and then, you know, go to, the, go to the internet and tell us what you think. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, because guess what? We're listening and we'll, we will make shows and make content that, that we continue to like, but we also think that you'll like. So be vocal. Tell us. That's what I would say to everyone, because um, we're definitely listening. We That's always have. Yeah. yeah, it is really clear working with you guys that you are genuinely invested and committed to what you're working on and what whoever you're working with is doing. Um, when we we did we did one episode with you guys, I think in 2017, and it was such a cool experience because we feel really passionate about what we're doing, and you guys did so much to sort of bring that out and be a part of the experience. It was, I mean, I'm not here to. Well, like, we want to showcase. Yeah, it's yeah. Great yeah, it was the motorsports fun. world has a lot of passionate people, and and people love to watch and see that passion on screen, and and if we can do anything but come in and shine just a light on that and give people uh, an insight into that world. Um, that's what we want to do. I mean, it's, it's, you know, and that one was a great, you know, the, the Matt powers and Jeff Stoneback had never done anything rally like that at all, ever, you know, and it was, uh, it was pretty fun to watch him fish out of water, um, you know, to come in there and, and, and have a lot of fun with, uh, with everyone there. So it was really cool. They were such good sports about all of it. They, they did were. great. Yeah, they did great. They yeah. adapted very well, very quickly. Yeah. So if so, and hopefully this doesn't blow up your inbox too much, but let's say someone has an event they want to pitch to you guys, or they have an idea for a show they want to pitch to you guys. A, how do they do that? And what would you be looking for if they wanted to contact you? 
you know, um, the best thing to do is there's a, a, a portal, producers portal that Discovery has, and that's that's the best place to submit ideas for legal, um, you know, just to cover everything. Hey, here's what my idea is, make sure it's yours, and you submit it there. It's pretty easy, though. Um, I would say, what are we looking for? Whew, that's a bigger question. I mean, you know, I think everybody has an idea of what they'd like to tell us about, so just bring your ideas, you know? I mean, this is, that's the thing is, I could tell you, but we, you know, we want to hear from the people that are living it and doing it and, um, and hear the stories. I mean, that's the thing is we want to continue to tell good stories. It's uh, not about anything fabricated. It's really about showing true people just doing what they love. So that, that, that would be my only advice. I love it. Thank you so much for your time today. Tell people where they can find you online. Uh, if you want to check me out, uh, Instagram's probably the best place. I'm at, uh, Badkins 51. That's Brett Adkins. So B Adkins, just my first, um, Badkins 51. Yeah. So I'm there. Feel free to shoot me a note. Awesome. And you're behind the scenes on all the things in the motor trend app and on the channel. Yeah. So please, like I said, check it out. Let us know what you think. If you've got you know, ideas, submit them. Um, and we're looking to continue to just make great content for, for people like us that love cars. Awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Um, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this conversation and learned a thing or two from Brett. If you did, we would love to know the best way to tell us is by sharing the episode. Take a screenshot and post it on Instagram and tag us at Mod Racing. Mod is spelled M-O-D-D because it's an acronym for Motorsports and Driver Development. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And if you want to support the show, please take a minute to leave a rating and review. Thank you for joining us. We will catch you guys next time.